This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. All right. Hey, welcome to the War Room today. Um, I got a very special guest on today, and he's going to just rock it with his story. I know it. There's going to be a lot of really good plugins for this. Welcome to the War Room, Garrick. Thank you much, man. I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah. And I always like to say I do a really bad job of introducing people. So, so if you could just introduce yourself to our family here and what's your, what's your superpower? What's your jam, man? Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> my name is Garrick Jones. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 13. Uh, I'm also a veteran of three different professional football leagues. I am the president of Huddle Up Foundation of Houston, which is the nonprofit leg of the NFLPA Houston chapter, in which I spent four years as treasurer and VP of that chapter. We have around 2,500 or so guys under that chapter uh, that, you know, migrate back to Houston and, and, and make that home. Uh, so, you know, really what we've done there is we're working with athletes to, to teach them how to leverage their social capital in order to make the biggest impact in the communities that they live and serve. Um, you know, like I say, my, my background is, is has been graphics design and marketing and promotions. Uh, that's my first business and I've run that ever since. Uh, I'd say my superpower is, um, for me is, whew, uh, an unyielding desire to win. Uh, I've been competitive my entire life. Uh, you know, playing professional sports and professional football was a blessing, but it wasn't my first love. Uh, my first love was art and music. Uh, and for me, you know, I, I took that competitive nature into everything that I've done in business and life in general, uh, just an unyielding will to win and, and, and bring people with me and, and be able to expose them to different things that they, they didn't think was possible. So uh, I think the superpower for me is just that. It's all about building that blueprint and leaving something for, for the generations to come. Yeah, man. Wow. That's, you know, I, I, I always love, you know, cause I, I'm a, I have a military background, business background, the whole nine yards. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to spot people that are high performers, right? Yeah. Because, oh yeah. You know, you can always tell when, you know, the A game versus the B game, right? 100%, and, 100%. and the majority, and this isn't to offend anybody, but the majority people of people play in the B game, right? Yeah, they do. They do. They, they just do, right? Um, it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's a reason. It's a reason for it, you know? It is, right? There is. And once you've played at high performance, right? As a, as a CEO in the military, uh, you know, emergency response, you know, NFL sports, any sports, whatever the case may be, man, it is hard to like come off of that. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, <laughs> for me, <laughs> you know, to, to go to college the way that the way I did, uh, you know, I went to 
I was recruited by a lot of schools out of high school. Yeah. Uh, and I was offered, you know, by, you know, 20 plus schools, but I decided to stay in state and I went to Arkansas state. Uh, and the reason I did was at the time, my mom, she, she, she was going through health issues. Uh, so I didn't want, you know, for them to have to do a ton of traveling outside of, you know, trying to go to, you know, what we were doing at home games. Cause I was maybe an hour and a half away from home. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it worked out two ways. I got a chance to stay closer to home and be closer to my family, but, um, my my junior year, man, I was so burnt out on school and everything that was going on with it, the politics of it, you know, from a, a D1 standpoint, uh, you know, I ended up leaving. So I left after my junior year. And then uh, my senior year, I spent chasing scouts from Little Rock, Arkansas to L.A., from L.A. back to Mobile, Alabama uh, <laughs> in a car. Everywhere they were stopping to watch film, I was showing up with tapes uh, and my cleats around my neck. And eventually, you know, they started working me out. Uh, so I spent my entire senior season uh, chasing those scouts and, and, and getting the opportunity to really impress upon them that I was a professional without being paid. Uh, yeah. And in doing it, man, I made it, you know, less than 1% of all athletes make it to the NFL, but I was one of the ones that made it without a senior season from the trunk of my car. Yeah. So, you know, like I say, it's about blueprints, you know, it's, it's, sure. you can do things. Um, it's definitely doable, but you have to be cut from a specific clock. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what this thing is about. You know, it's, it's a reason why, you know, 1% run, run pretty much everything. Because uh, sure. they're going to do what 99% don't want to do. And, and that's what I'm yeah. about. Totally. And that's the, that is the, that's that burning desire, right? Like, we all fail at things. It's, it's crazy yeah. to say we don't yeah. fail at things, right? But, but there's a difference between people that fail it's a it's a recovery time that's the way i look at it it's Uh all about recovery time and i always i always tell anybody you know we all have struggles we go through or in our companies and you know like yesterday there was i don't even remember what it was this this is how i work right so right you know there was something that happened and i forgot about it 15 minutes after it happened right Cause it's like, it's dealt with, it's done next. Right. Right. There's no time to like dwell on that kind of crap and, and do all that. And you just hustle, 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 hustle to get where you want. You know, I'm not in the hustle so much anymore, but, but when we're younger like that, yeah. Right? but you never lose that. It just, it just shows up different every day. That's all. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. hundred percent. I mean, everything that you go through in life, on a daily basis uh with me man i try to be intentional about everything that yeah. i do uh because I'm, I'm on borrowed time man and that's how i look at it i'm i'm, I'm not going to be here forever but so, what i build can be and being exposed to a lot of organizations be it family offices or or high net worth individuals and, and just reading about individuals in books mm-hmm. you know I, I looked at it and said well why not me you know uh, a lot of people will see things and they they won't really dream or they won't really take those actions. They may dream, but they don't take a lot of action. Uh, right. You know, me, I'm, 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 I'm all action, man. We, if it's time to go, it's time to go. Um, because I do want to be able to enjoy life and, and all those different things, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the journey, man. A lot of people get hung yeah. up on a destination, but it's all about the journey with me because mm, that's man. what this thing is about. 
preach it, man. Preach it. <laughs> you and I need to hang around with each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I teach my kids wake up every day and drive life like you stole it. Mm-hmm. Like, go. Yeah. <laughs> Just go. Yeah, exactly. Like your hair is on fire. Let's That's get it. right. Today's pretty secure. Tomorrow, not so much. So, right. so you, you got to drive it like you stole it, man. Man. For sure. Say the word. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, hey, let, let me back up here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, you when you grew up as a kid, did your family come from entrepreneurial backgrounds or or how did that start for you? Um, I believe that that portion of my DNA came from my mom. Okay. Uh, my mother was she's an exceptional woman. Uh she's She's very smart, articulate. You know, she she already had always had that burning desire for more. Uh, you know, her going through high school, you know, at the at the height of uh, integration and segregation uh, in those times in the South. Uh, you know, she graduated the salutatorian of her of her high school class, and she was the first. Uh, you know, so it was a lot of trend setting when it came down to that. Um, and, and I was young. And I didn't really understand a lot of what, why I was the way I was. Um, but as I got older and had conversations with her and, and got a chance to really look at my body of work, it, 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 it mirrored um, a lot of what she wanted to do. And, and I never really understood it. But I would say for my mom, um, you know, my father, he, man, he worked hard. You know, he, it's going to be hard to outwork me because of my parents and, and what they, the work that they put in. I've watched both of them work. Uh, and, and my father, man, he, he worked, man, he, he provided, you know, he was that guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, but her, she, she was the the dreamer, the entrepreneur, you know, um, just thinking about different things. She wanted to be a doctor, uh, but made that sacrifice when it came down to us, as far as being able to provide for us, that way we can go do it. And now with my children, um, the amount of time that I may not have or spend with them, um, I'm going to award them that time with their kids. And, and that's just, that's the maturation of, you know, uh, uh, of how this thing works, man. Somebody has to say, you know, the buck stops with me. I'm going to be the one to change it. And, 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 you know, four or five generations down the road, they're going to benefit from it. So it, it started with my mom and, and, and it's, and it's in me and it's, it's sprinkled throughout my, my youngsters right now. Yeah. How old are your kids? Twins that are 16, boy, girl, 16. and I have a 13 year old son. So that's yeah, two boys, cool. one girl and, was, and they have it. They got it honestly, man. <laughs> yeah. Was that post NFL or was that still when you were? Yeah. In during, during, during and post. During oh, and post. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. So, yeah. So, so, was, so they, they yeah. got to see the peaks of things then. Right? Well, yeah, they, they grew up in, you know, me, me grinding and working. Um, you know, and even before they got here, you know, that was a part of what got me through, you know, me being by myself and working Mm -hmm. out, pushing myself, you know, thinking about those things. Um, you know, how am I going to be able to give to my children when they came and and be able to give to my legacy? Mm -hmm. Uh, so that, that helped me through a lot of works, uh, uh, you know, workouts, a hundred and 110 degree weather when everybody said, I'll be out there to work out with you. And I ended up by myself. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, and I push through and, and that's what you get, man. You get a lot of people that, you know, they'll, 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 they'll talk it, but they don't necessarily right. walk it. So 
yeah, but they they grew up, man. I'm I'm getting ready for training camp, and I had my twins, man. I had one on my chest, one on my back, and I'm in the gym working out and <laughs> all those things, man. So we made it work, man. We made it work. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, looking because I always think of like, uh, you know, more in the sports world, not so much in the military parts of things. But I always look at that as, you know you're playing sports it's kind of, you're kind of on your own little entrepreneurial journey just with sports right? right but but i'm curious how like how did that like shape you through all of that to like really be able to secure that entrepreneurial thing or that business whatever title you want to give yourself right <laughs> ceo whatever right yeah yeah whatever um, how do you think that really like that storyline right contributed to your success as a businessman over you know decades of time um i just think it added value you know it's always been in me Mm -hmm. um but for me you know to be able to go in the way that i went into professional sports um i was able to see it from the outside and i was able to see it from the inside Uh, so once i got in you know automatically i'm thinking okay how can we make this better uh, and as an entrepreneur, you're always looking at how can you do something and make it better? And, and, and that that thought process turned into, you know, ownership. All right. Now I see how it works. I see what it looks like. Now, how can I be an owner in this this aspect of it and be able to bring that whole competitiveness to the table, uh, bring that entrepreneurship spirit to the table and, and be able to now open the door and expose a lot of these practices and things like that to people who don't necessarily get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's always been my MO, man. Once I got a chance to get in, I I, I, I watched. I watched the, the owners. I watched the GMs. I watched the team president. Mm-hmm. So it was on-the-job training for me. Right. And a lot of people, because they don't have that vision or that foresight, you know, a lot of times you can be in a room with a million people and feel like you're by yourself because you can't really mm-hmm. relate or talk to people because they can't get it. Um, but that's always been a deal with me. Uh, and, and, and I think just that, that aspect of being accountable, uh, being on those schedules and, and really pushing yourself, you know, especially in training camp, you have to compete with other individuals in order to get a job or keep a job. Uh, so it was a lot of times where I was sending guys home, you know, just because I, I, I outperformed them. I was mentally tougher than them. Uh, so I get a chance to bring all of that to the table um, when it comes down to what I'm doing in business now. Now, is that, you know, always going to be good? It's going to help us get to where we need to get to. But a lot of people have never gone through that, just like the military. A lot of people have never gone through that where you're pushing yourself to the point to where, you know, you're questioning everything, but you're you're standing in your faith and you're standing in, in, in what you have to bring to the table. Uh, so you get a chance to help people along when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. a cool deal, man. It's, it's learning lessons every day, man. Yeah. I love, I love the fact that you use the word ownership, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take it even farther. All right. As, as business owners, as doesn't even matter, not just mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah. We have to take extreme ownership in everything that we do. Right. 100%. Because once you do that and you feel what that, what what that feels like in something that you apply it to yeah you get to immediately promote yourself to ceo yeah right? exactly right and now you stop living that sheep's life right yeah 
standing <laughs> around the water cooler bitching about stuff. Right, and, right. So right? it's circles. And yeah. The, the, you know, the victimization crap that nobody, 100%. it's just garbage, right? It so is. It is. have extreme ownership in it and then immediately promote yourself to CEO of whatever it is you're doing. If you're the CEO of the water cooler, own it. <laughs> own it. Own it. That's, that's your deal. I'm the guy. Yeah. Own it, right? Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah I mean, no. I, I, I look at that. I mean, that's a huge takeaway for people to take away from what we just talked about. Yeah. And, and this episode is ownership, right? If there's, if you didn't catch that, well, I just like, hopefully you got it now right so <laughs> that's okay i'm gonna hit you over the head with a hammer anyway there you go <laughs> some people you have to do that man but <laughs> yeah. you know i'm 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 a for me man i, I learned how to you know be a a a, a loud leader as well mm -hmm. as a quiet leader but i lead sure. from the front no matter what the situation is that's so it. people can see it and they can see that things can be done um and it like i say it gives them a blueprint um but I, I have I struggle with the fact I don't say I struggle with it I don't think I do anymore I used to, um, jobs and and organizations send their employees to these conferences and these summits uh, on annual basis um, to learn how to be confident coherent and, and competitive when when we were born with it. You know what I'm saying? So you, a lot of times you expect for people to, to get it um, when they don't, but it's in them, but it has to be brought out another way. So it's all about figuring out the best way to, to, to be a, a cathartic uh, uh, leader uh, and an individual, you know, when it comes down to how you relate a mind state and how you talk with people that you have that are with you and finding that tribe, man. And when you get them, uh, you want them to be just as ambitious as and aggressive as you are, but at the same time, understanding that we're going to build this ecosystem uh, in order to now go out and organically bring in more people uh, to the point where you, you have a, a, a community uh, that understands, hey, we can make things happen if we decide to put our heads down and make it go. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and that's that's one of the deals, man, that I love about this journey that I'm on. It's because I get a chance to meet a lot of different people and I can, within five minutes, I already know where you're going to go in this mm -hmm. organizational structure uh, right. when it comes down to different things. Everybody will get their opportunity, some a little bit faster than others. And, and that's okay. That, that There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but people have to understand, all right, here's why. And, 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 I, and I try to make sure that, you know, I have my mind wrapped around the teaching portions of everything when it comes down to building these businesses. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, you know, and that is, you know, from an employee standpoint of, you know, if you as, as, as the one that's running the business don't even know the why, right. Right. Well, then how do you even expect them to follow your vision or mission or anything? Right? <laughs> exactly. And, and then we have, you know, this whole identity crisis thing happening with, you know, teaching people how to be their most authentic self when the hell did that become hard i don't man, get it i don't get a, it that's a thing man i'm like wow okay <laughs> i mean it's thing. it's really hard to be somebody else but i'm really good at being me <laughs> yeah yeah you you would think that but i mean it's well i think we're in a day a day and age where um social media helps with a lot of that 
when it comes down to people trying to be other people uh, because they're searching, you know, they're searching for a why they're searching for a reason. They're trying to find their purpose in other people's, I guess, uh, um, their successes that, you know, a lot of times when on social media, it's, it's all fluff, right? There's nothing to it. Uh, When you really sit down and you look at it, but you know, it's all about really finding your purpose and your passion and and, and Mm -hmm. what you will, essentially wake up for every day and do it for free and then then monetize that you know and and people it's hard for people to get that sometimes so yeah my wife said one time when passion and purpose collide you are your most powerful self yeah you hey keep her man you got to keep her yeah i don't know i don't know if she i don't know if she quoted that or stole it from somebody (laughs) but didn't matter i guess (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you get the point. She's brilliant, man. Yeah. That's what I said that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So well, cool. Well, hey, uh, you know, for those of you out there that didn't pick up the nuggets from that, because there were a bunch of them. Okay? Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> um, so you know, if you had like your top couple of things that you'd share with business owners, that look here, here were some things that I took the arrows in the back with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't need to, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you tell you what to do not to take those. Yeah, out. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say to anybody that's going to do anything substantial or worthwhile in life, um, you have to always remember that that facts don't give a damn about opinions. And, and and the reason I say that is because in the present day position that I am, and you know, working with a a, a Dow which is fan centric and, and setting up a private equity fund, which is the seven, three S A R E and having a holdings company like seven, three holdings, LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking to eventually acquire an NFL team. Right. Oh, wow. And in doing that um, facts, don't give a, they don't give a damn about opinions. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, true. This is what it is. You know, this is how we will go about it. Uh, we'll be methodical. We'll play chess. Uh, we'll be an intentional uh, situation where we get a chance to bring the fans into it as well as the athletes that are the engines uh, of these leagues and and we're going to educate you know all of those people and get them to a position where financially they they are in a better position but ultimately the more things that we bring to the table uh the better it is for us to have that opportunity it's not just about having billions of dollars it's about having a plan it's about bringing revenue to the table and it's about making sure that the athletes and fans that are a part of the Dow uh, are educated and we turn them into accredited investors mm-hmm. to where now they can uh, invest in the private equity fund along with the institutional capital that can come in and all these big time investors uh, when it comes down to us uh, um, uh, procuring uh, sports organizations and building out sports and entertainment districts around them. Uh, cause it's, it's, it's enough room for everybody to eat enough room for everybody to have fun and, and, and make money and create generational wealth. Yeah. So, and in doing that, you have to, you have to study, you have to understand what your numbers are. You got to understand what those projections are. And, and when you get to a, a position where you're confident and coherent in what you're, what you're giving off or portraying or trying to make happen, facts don't give a damn about opinions. And, and I can sit here and go line for line and show you how we're going to do it. Yeah, it's you're creating the ultimate co-op model. There you go. <laughs> you got it. You got it. 
<laughs> the ultimate co-op model. I the love ultimate co-op. We, we we're building an <laughs> ecosystem, man, that we're going to, yeah. we're going to invest in each other and we, we're going right. to have a good time doing it. And, and we're going to educate a lot of people in the process, man. It's going to be a lot of fun yeah. and, and, and we're going to create generational welfare for everybody. Yeah. That that's the beauty about when you take care of people. Yes. Everything just seems to, not that it's like going to be smooth and fairy dust and you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. But, but things just, that's when the dominoes just kind of start to fall into place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yep. is putting the people first all the time. Right? There you go. And, and I mean, I've operated, I have 14 companies and I've operate all of them with that mentality. Man, I love it. We take care of the people first. Yes, sir. Your customers, clients, your mm-hmm. employees. Mm-hmm. You take all of them first. Take care of all of them first. World's your oyster, man. I mean, man, you you just described culture, the mm-hmm. right culture, and that's, that's right. what it's about. It without without the right culture or environment uh, for your people to thrive, you, you, uh, your business can only survive. And we're right. here to thrive, and that's what this is about. It's about culture, man. It's it's time. It's time to do it the right way. That's it. You bet. Well, well, hey, I got to tell you, if if you're listening and you pick nothing up from that, you better rewind <laughs> it and try again. So, because there was plenty there, and I I love the the episode name is totally going to be facts. Don't give a damn about opinions. There you go. Yeah. See how easy it is. <laughs> That's a no brainer. Yeah. Right that'll there. get a lot of people through the door. Like, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, seriously, totally, yeah. if you, if you know your stuff, it's yeah. hard, it's hard to be denied. And if right. you can show how that looks, it's hard to be denied. It's the same way I made it to the NFL. Yeah. Um, I, I was hard to be denied. I, I passed the look test. I had the aptitude test and I did it. I did it without someone standing over me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and facts don't give a damn about opinions. I'm supposed to be here. That's right. That's totally right. And the bullshitters will always, always. it'll always somewhere at some point, the curtain comes off. Right? Sure thing. So it doesn't matter at some point, if you're one of those folks, yeah. It's coming for you as it should brother as it should <laughs> as, as it, it should. should as yeah. it should well well cool well hey how do people maybe not get a hold of you directly but but how do people work with 73 holdings if they want to uh come around to that man they can actually email info at okay. 73holdingsllc.com you know just an inquiry um they can search us online yeah, I tell people all the time, just, you know, hop on your your favorite search engine and, and look for Garrick Jones NFL and everything will pop up. You know what yeah. I'm doing, what's going on, interviews like this. Uh, I have them up. They have them up. You know, we're, we're, we're really accessible, man. Um, I'm, I'm about teaching and, and I'm, I'm pretty easy going. You know, when people reach out, um, you, they can search out hashtag GJ for GM. That's from when I, you know, threw my name in, it had to be a GM in the NFL, but now we're talking ownership. Um, and, you know, they'll find everything, man. It's, 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 I'm not hard to find. They'll find fan-centric. They'll find everything that's going on and, and how to catch up with me via social media, Twitter, IG, LinkedIn, all of those things, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm very accessible, brother. Good. Awesome. Well, so kind of the, here, here's the, 
the the for all the beans and all the money in the world right mm-hmm. the, the the last question here mm-hmm. and if if you were to have had anybody be with us today on the show right dead or alive any point of time okay doesn't matter to either be here to listen or to participate man who would have you loved to have had here huh. um I'll get pretty deep with it, man. Um, (laughs) I I would love to bring my ancestors and my lineage. And the reason why is because I want them to see that it's in good hands. I want them to see that, you know, we're going in the right direction and, and that the struggle, the strife, the fight and everything wasn't in vain um, because of the blueprint we'll leave uh, through this movement, which is called the Ownership Reimagined Movement, um, where we're gonna teach a lot of people and not just you know people of color, um, everybody. This is an all-inclusive movement. Like I tell people all the time, you can be 12 foot tall, aqua blue in an avatar, and this is for you. <laughs> this is for us all. So I would say to ancestors, man, my ancestors, uh, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm making them proud, uh, but I intend to make you know, the generations after me, even more proud. So that would, that's what I would say. That's beautiful, brother. That is beautiful. Appreciate that. That that is a great answer. And one that comes from the heart, not, not uh, Elon Musk or. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we good. (laughs) We good with Elon. (laughs) Elon just doing his own damn thing. Oh man. He's somewhere floating in the air somewhere right now. We'll we'll get to Elon later, man. Yeah. He's probably about to land on Mars or something. Exactly. Yeah. Some way out the way now. We good, Elon. Yeah. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I I heard a, a funny, somebody was telling me the other day, they he doesn't want to get batteries from China anymore. So he opened his, he started his own mine to mine the stuff here to do it himself. Like, I mean, this guy has no bounds at all. Nah, none. I mean, he's, he's a visionary man, um, you know, which is really good. Um, But like, you know, for myself, man, to be a visionary and, 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 and to have things and have things at your disposal and have money and yeah, all of those yeah. different aspects, those are vehicles to, to, to mm-hmm. bring other people with you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it, you can have, you can have everything in, in your play, in your playground and in your sandbox, but if you're by yourself with it, man, it gets lonely really quickly. So yeah, it does. And it takes, <laughs> it takes a lot of money to do philanthropy. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It takes a lot of money, but, I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in a legacy. I'm interested in a footprint. Mm-hmm. There you and go. A, and a great big one. Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. Right? All the yeah. legacy stuff that'll fall in line no matter what. Yes, sir. It will. But the footprint <laughs> got to think outside your hundred feet, man. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, at all times. That's right. You got to be thinking global. So, yes, sir. That's what this thing is about. That's if it, it. Isn't global, it, it's not big enough, man. That's and, right. Yeah, that's why I tell a lot of people, you know, in 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 explaining my mindset, you know, I tell them this is proven, not potential. You know, mm-hmm. you got to understand that the me making it to the NFL was the first act. We're in act two now. So, yeah. yeah and, and we've been we've been in this position before. 
you know so yeah. it's this is old hat for me so my thing is <laughs> these these things that i'm saying to you may be scary to you but i'm like i'll be afraid with you let's go yeah there you go we can be scared That's together it. let's go get it i love that okay let's be scared together i love that it's there great... you go and on that note what a great place to end the show thank you uh Thank you for being here. Um, man. We all have the same 168 every week. And thanks for stopping by and taking 40 minutes with me today. 100%, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you so much, man. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.